Welcome to the GodFocusPodcast.com. This week's episode is about loneliness. It's part two of our conversation, and Yolanda joins Awesome Angie, MJ, Kevin, and Robin in the topic. So good morning, everyone. Um, today we're going to be talking about loneliness and kind of how, how to fight through that. You know, what does it mean? Um, you know, put, putting some perspective around loneliness. Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Um, what does God think about it? Uh, these are all questions that I think, um, as a Christian, we, we encounter, uh, when we, when we feel loneliness, um, you know, I, for myself, uh, there have been dark times in my life where I, I felt completely alone, uh, completely without structure, um, in my life, um, in my relationship with God, completely distant. And, um, completely disconnected with others. Uh, so what I speak to is, is really what I've learned uh, from uh, asking those questions and kind of learning and growing about my faith um, and, and really just uh, uh, an expression of the gift that God gives us um, and uh, how loneliness helps us find that gift. So, uh, you know, I'll start with this, with this idea that you know, that God is the source of all joy. God, God is love. God is um, the essence of everything that is beautiful and wonderful. And um, he created us not to be distant from him, but to be connected to him, to praise him, to, to give our, our un, undivided, unmitigated love uh, to him, right? Uh, because what's more, the, if God is the source of all love, um, you know, what more would be the most, what would be more loving than for us to be connected uh, with that? So when we feel lonely, uh, that, that's, there's a couple of things that that tells us. One is uh, that we are, we are in a position where we're disconnected from that love, right? We, there is something about what's happening in our life at, that, at a moment that is keeping us from really feeling and recognizing and accepting that joy and that peace and that love that, that God wants us to have. Um, and then as we look into that, uh, God gives us an opportunity to really uh, grow. I mean, because that's really what, what, really what that, 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 that is. It's an opportunity for us to recognize that, hey, you know, we have, we have this great, beautiful, wonderful God um, available to us. Um, and, and we, at this present time, we're not able to fully connect in. Uh, so let's learn, let's grow, let's understand what is it that's going on here that allows us to, uh, uh, feel that way. And then, um, uh, and then having the right perspective on that is something that, uh, is, I think is extremely helpful. So, so for me, uh, you know, I'm going to kind of walk through the steps that I, that I see um, in, in terms of receiving and accepting God's love so that we don't necessarily feel loneliness as a permanent thing. And, and when we have it in our lives, that we don't see it as a, you know, as a, as a terrible thing uh, either. Um, so, you know, let's start off with this idea that, you know, what is loneliness? Loneliness is simply it's this idea that we're distanced, you know, we're separate, um, we're, we're, we stand by ourselves. Um, and, uh, and that's, that is, in, in some cases, that could be true, right? If we're on a desert island, you know, with no one else around, 
you know, uh, sure, you know, there's no human interaction. But even in that case, we still have God. And the Bible talks to this idea that he will never leave us. He will never forsake us. Right? If we seek him, we will find him. Right. So even if we have no human interaction at all, we still have this beautiful God that loves us, that is connected with us and is uh, desiring a relationship with us. Uh, so uh, so it's always it's always possible to feel um, lonely, but it's also always possible to say, you know what, this is um, God's with me right now. I may not feel him. I not, may not see him. I may not be able to touch him, but I have faith. I have faith that, that, the, that what the Bible says is true. I have faith that, that, that God is with me and, um, and, and he's here because he wants me to tap into his uh, unending love. So um, that's always a great place. That's always a great place to start from uh, this, this idea that it's perspective. Right. We, we can see God um, as wanting our, our connection or, you know, instead of focusing on the fact that we feel disconnected. Uh, another thing that God does for us uh, in, in, in the world of loneliness is he gives us um, he's given us space. Right. A lot of times we, we, we we're growing. You know, we we're, we're, we're there's things in our lives that, that are changing and we're responding to that. And, and that causes us to sometimes need to withdraw and, and, and kind of recharge, you know, it would even happen with Jesus, you know, he would go off and pray by himself when he would have heavy things happening. Um, you know, he did that even, he did that as a part of his daily routine too, right? That was his way of, of kind of, uh, re-energizing and refocusing his mind. So loneliness could be a temporary thing that is intended for us, um, so that we're ready for a, a, a a nice, big, beautiful gift, you know, that God's getting ready to give us. Uh, we, he's just, he's just asking us to get ourselves prepared so that we can receive properly. And I think that's, um, ultimately, you know, the perspective that I'm, I've been trying to take in my life is that, is that God wants to give us, God wants to give us joy. He wants us to feel joy. He put us on this earth to feel joy. And it's just a matter of, of us being prepared and, and being willing to accept that, being willing to accept the gifts that he gives us, being willing to accept, you know, the love that he's willing to share. Um, you know, a lot of times we're not in the place where we, we see it. We don't recognize it. We don't feel it, um, you know, and so we just think it, it's not there. But I think I really do. I really believe in uh, more and more every day that that these, these gifts are present every single day, every single minute, really, um, that we just, we are not necessarily seeing them and embracing them. Uh, so, so, you know, the perspective of what uh, is happening in our life is so, it's such a powerful thing, right? Uh, we could feel like, like I, the air conditioning system at my house went out today or two days ago, right? They were doing the test on it and it, it came back and the guy, says there's a catastrophic failure <laughs> in your air conditioning system and i'm like okay so you know and at first i was pretty bummed about that and i was like this is not you know this is going to be costly and i don't really want to deal with this and and gosh you know I, this is not something i'm looking forward to dealing with and then i started really thinking about you know the opportunity of well, what does this present you know for me and how how do i you know how do i really embrace this 
and uh, and you know while it's not directly dealing with loneliness, it does it does kind of speak to the idea that you know that the, when we have things that happen in our lives, the way that we look at them, the way that we respond to them, uh, it really dictates kind of where our mind goes. So um, so you know I would say that what that God, what God wants for us is He wants us to see Himself as a source of joy. As 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 a giver of gifts, as as our our glorious Father, He wants us to to embrace Him and love Him and to praise Him and to worship Him and to just completely envelop ourselves in Him because He is the greatest thing ever, right? He wants us to be connected to us to Him because He knows He is He is it. I mean, He is the most incredible thing that we will ever have a chance to encounter. So. Um, so looking for those opportunities, embracing those opportunities to connect to him. Um, those are, those are totally, um, the things that, uh, I would suggest that, that when we look at the world, when we look at events that are going on in our lives, when we see opportunities, you know, in our day, you know, embrace it and, and be gracious, you know, t- to God about, you know, uh, thank you God for, for, um, giving me this, this chance to, to connect to you, to grow to you and to be closer to you. He puts people in our lives. He puts resources in our lives. He puts other things in our lives, uh, you know, for a greater purpose, right? He wants us to have purpose uh, in, in what we're accomplishing with, with our lives. And that purpose is to glorify him. So if we're lonely, um, you know, that's part of the experience, right? That that's, you know, people relate to that. People can understand that. So he's, he's giving, he's giving loneliness in some ways as a gift. For us so that we can fulfill a bigger purpose in what it is that we're really trying he wants us to accomplish in our life and he puts people in our lives he puts resources in our lives to help us move down that path and loneliness is one of those tools so um, embracing others embracing relationships trying to connect um, trying to reach outside of ourselves you know heal ourselves on the inside by by really truly focusing on this belief that god you know um, you know, God, we are God's creation, right? Really seeing ourselves as a creation of God, feeling, feeling the, the beauty of, of what he has put inside of us, right? He's, he has put the Holy Spirit, if we're believers, if we profess to be Christians, right? He has put the Holy Spirit in us, you know? So we, so this Holy Spirit guides us. The whole purpose of the Holy Spirit is to guide us to the truth. That is that the counselor, that's why they call him the counselor, because he, he it's like a Sherpa leading us to the truth. And the truth is, is that God loves us. God wants us to be happy and joyful and have a wonderful, fulfilling life. And he wants us to serve a purpose in, in this life. So, so, so this, this, this Holy spirit guides us and it allows us um, to heal from the inside out. And as we move outward, we start connecting with others. And as we connect with others and we start these relationships you know, with, whether it's with people that are believers or unbelievers or whatever the case may be, right? We shine this light of God, you know, to these other people. And, and we, as we connect, you know, we, we start to build relationships and this, this idea of loneliness um, kind of transforms itself and in, from, from a bad thing to a, to a thing that really is, uh, you know, a gift because now we can show and we can relate to others in their loneliness. We can, we can say, yes, I understand where you're at. I feel where you're at. I've been there. I know this. Right. And then here's what I, here's what happened with me. Here's how I I've been working through my loneliness. And it gives you a path 
to connect to others. So just to kind of wrap all that up, right? God is the source of all joy. He is the source of all love, right? He wants us to be connected to him. He's with us all the time. And if we open our hearts and minds to this idea that, that, hey, you know, the things that happen in this world are a good thing, you know, that God's giving them to us because he wants us to be connected to him and reliant on him and not false idols of this earth, but reliant on him, right? So we, 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 we you know, we, when, we, when we believe that and we accept that and we start really trying to heal ourselves on the inside, you know, we start shining the light. That light then emits from us. It, it, allow, it shows to other people. Other people are drawn to us. We could relate to them because of the loneliness that we felt, because of some of the things that we've struggled with. Um, we've recharged ourselves, you know, because we've, you know, if, if we've needed to, you know, to take time away and really focus on, on connecting with God. Right. So so as we establish those relationship with others, we, you know, we're now connected. We're connected with with God. We're connected with others and we're living a purpose filled life. So that's I mean, that's that's my thing. And that's awesome. That's awesome, Kev. Thank you very much. All right. I was thinking uh, as you were talking about the Breathe 51, all about perspective. And, uh, you know, even if you're. 51% over that line in that perspective of positive and looking for the blessing and looking for the opportunity in the loneliness, you know, even if you're just over that line, you're, you're on the right track. And, um, yeah, I love it. That's awesome. Thanks, Kev. Mike, you are up next or, um, MJ, you are up next. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, as Kevin was talking, uh, I kept looking at Isaiah 41, 10, I'll be reading from the NIV version of it. And because this, this verse kept hitting me as Kevin was talking. So, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. And I kept hearing that over and over. I'm with you. I'm your God. I'm here. You know, yes, you're lonely. Or I, I bet everybody has felt loneliness at some time in their life. And, you know, you just need to pull out that Bible and, and read where he says, no, no, I'm with you. I'm right here. Don't be dismayed by this, this feeling that you have. You know, you, may, you might need to take um, three action steps to, to pull yourself out of it. You know, first one is acknowledge it. Hey, I'm feeling lonely. And you just may need to say, hey, I'm feeling this. And number two is accept it. You know, th these things are going to happen to you. If you're a human being, uh, you're going to, from time to time, feel lonely. And then the third one would be just action steps. You just need to find an action program to get yourself around other people. Because we are an animal that needs to be around other. It, it just, it's, it, it's just something in our DNA. God wants us to be around other people. And in fact, I can even throw a, a verse out about that. First um, Thessalonians uh, 5.11. Therefore, encourage one another and build, up, uh, build each other up just as, in fact, you are doing. So as you're out there doing, you know, reach out to other people and find something you can help people with. You know, uh, I, I've done sports, you know, I've gone out and I've coached sports and things of that nature. And that's helped me be around other people. Uh, some people are nature people, you know, go get out in nature and go find other people who like to be out in nature. 
and try to, you know, build something around that. Um, there are homeless shelters out there, you know, try to get involved in a homeless shelter or a food bank or get involved in your church. You know, the church is always needing some kind of help. Get out there, find somewhere. Worst comes to worst, look at a Zoom group. Get involved in some of these Zoom groups. There's so many different little groups you can get involved in nowadays with this technology. Get involved in a Zoom group. You'll feel more connected by doing that. It's a self-talk that, that we're kind of battling here. It's your thoughts that we're battling. And, you know, try to do this sometime. You know, sometimes you just have doubt. You're doubting that, gosh, all these, nobody wants to be around me. I don't want to be around other people. You know, sometimes you just need to doubt your doubts. You need to, you need to just say doubt, say, I doubt you doubt. <laughs> you know, you just need to get out there and say, hey, I, I don't need to feel this way. I can reach out to some friends. I can reach out to some people. Um, try to build an event. You know, I have some annual events that I have built over the years. I, I go out uh, to a soccer game every year with some of my friends, and I, and I built that. I called the first two friends. Now it was three friends. I've got it up to like six to seven people now that I call every year and try to get them out to a soccer game, um, a baseball game. I've done that, too. You know, we've gone to um, baseball games here in Chicago, and it just it's something we built an annual event around um, every month. I've been involved in um, groups that got involved in monthly meetings, and I went to those many years ago. Uh, weekly, if you can ever get involved in a weekly thing, you know, church is a weekly event. Um, and then, of course, daily, if you can ever get involved in something that puts you around other people on a daily situation. Like I said, I used to coach soccer. That was an everyday thing. But the biggest thing is, is just the Bible. You know, the Bible is your, is your comforter. You know, it just, it's the word of God right there in your hand. You know, call somebody, volunteer somewhere, and just ask for 20 seconds of courage. You know, sometimes you just need to, you just need 20 seconds of courage. And if you'll just say to yourself, hey, listen, I can do this in 20 seconds. In the next 20 seconds, I can do this. I can make that phone call. I can send that email. I can find a group that I can reach out to or a person that I can reach out to. That just, that, that, that. That's what I'm feeling like things that I've done over the years. And because I felt lonely, I, there's many times in my life I felt lonely and I just look back at what, what have I tried to do to, to get that feeling out of me. And it's, it's just those types of things. So that's my, my, that's my take today. Awesome. Thank you, MJ. Robin, you are up next. If you want to unmute and get yourself ready. But uh, yeah, thank you, MJ. That is, uh, um, that's a nice list of ideas. I, what I call the backup plan, the toolbox to always have in your back pocket. Because it's one thing when you're not lonely, you know, it's easy to come up with, you know, we could do this, that, and the other, and you're all motivated and excited. <laughs> and then, but when you're in the muck and mire of it, uh, it's really good to have that toolbox of, uh, <laughs> tactics and tools that you can pull and, and utilize at your fingertips in advance, knowing in advance what you're going to do when you get into that state. So thank you, MJ, for that was a, a nice 
list there. All right. Uh, Robin, you are up. Okay. Um, wow. <laughs> this has been really awesome for me to hear and to be reminded of. Um, so I'm really grateful that I'm here with you guys. It's just a great reminder, you know, that if we, uh, if we depend on our own thinking, our own thoughts, if we rely on ourselves, ourselves to like solve our own problems, we will just end up in a mess. I uh, was thinking this week about feelings and how uh, they are unreliable, how our circumstances, um, you know, we see our circumstances in a certain way and whatever that way is, we'll have feelings, whether they're negative or positive. And it's like, um, you know, it's like MJ and Kevin said, it's, if I can summarize, it's, it's knowing what's true and it's trusting God, going to his word, knowing what he says and getting out of your, getting out of your own head and going to help someone else. That is a great way to combat loneliness. And that's why we're meeting today. Um, I think I will, uh, well, I'll reference um, a couple of scriptures. Proverbs 28, 26 was um, one that hit me earlier this week. And the English Standard Version says, whoever trusts in his own mind is a fool, but he who walks in wisdom will be delivered. And um, another word will be safe. And I, I bring this up because I know for me, my feelings have gotten me into trouble. I, uh, the experience of loneliness, I know that there were years that I all too often said, yes, this, this is how it's gonna be. And like the longer I thought about feeling lonely, the more I believed it. And this is in my, you know, in my own mind, because as a Christian, I'm like, that is just not true. That is, that is not true. And, um, you know, the devil's called a deceiver and he will, he will rob you of, you know, all that love and joy, all the peace, all those gifts that Kev mentioned that God has for us daily hourly, every second of the day, um, the devil will lie to you and say, you know, you're not loved, you're not wanted, you are worthless and on and on. So when that happens, I'm convinced uh, <laughs> that it's true. You go to the word of God and read until you find something that hits your heart. And if you're lonely, you've got to, you know, cry out to the Lord because he is there. He's there whether you can see him or not. He is there and he's listening. And in my experience, he's always been faithful to me to show me who he is and to show me who I am in him. Um, and I was uh, thinking of one of the ways that, that he's, he's shown me um, that he's always with me, that he knows who I am, that he, he loves me just the way I am. And... 
Uh, one of my favorite verses is Zephaniah 317. I'll read that. The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. And I remember just how I smiled, you know, <laughs> physically and in my, you know, spiritually, you know, just in my soul when I read that. And I had this awesome image that, you know, every time I worshiped the Lord, every time I, I was by myself and I sang a song to him, <clears throat> even if I was hurting or I had been crying because I was hurting just moments before, if I would just sing to him and think about him, you know, eventually I, my spirit joins with the Holy Spirit again. I mean, he's in us. If that makes sense, you know, I have this vision of um, my father in heaven singing over me and uh, comforting me. Um, and for um, anyone who's listening to this uh, podcast, I, uh, I want to share another tool that I have and it might help. If you, um, if you, if you're not sure, you know, what your purpose is, if you don't know, you know, if you just feel lost in your soul, then go to the nearest search engine and type in, um, let's see, what is the phrase I like to use? My identity, my identity in Christ. And I'm sure uh, some of you have seen these, you know, posters and these images that, you know, get shot around the world via the internet. But it's, you know, it's beautiful how you can just think about these truths. Like, you know, I am loved. You are loved. John 15, 9. If you like to take notes, write that verse down and go read it. Um, because there are just so many of these. I am God's beloved. Look up Romans uh, chapter 1, verse 7. I am saved. Hebrews uh, chapter 7, verse 25. And by the way, MJ, <laughs> that verse, Isaiah 41, 10, a friend of mine in a former small group of mine, a former small group that I was in, uh, she gave me that verse and it became, she knew I was having a hard time and she gave me that verse and I posted it everywhere. I posted it on the mirror in my bedroom. I, I had it at work and I read it every day. I read it every day and just until everything that it said sunk into me, you know, he, I mean, <laughs> I almost laugh at myself because God is so big. And I mean, how could I feel alone when he's, you know, he's right there with me. He's right there with you. And remember that you are beautiful um, and you are unique. And that's from Psalms, uh, in Psalms 45, 11, and Psalm 139, 13. And like you were talking about, Kevin, we are created with a purpose. And look up Jeremiah 29, 11, and let that sink in, that um, the God of the whole, 
the whole universe thought of you. He created you and he's always with you. And let those truths sink in and then you know that um, you're not alone. Beautiful. Amen. 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 Thank you, Robin. You learn to get yourself ready. That is so awesome, Robin. Love it, love it, love it. I was, I was envisioning, um, like for me, it's the armor of God. Um, That's one of my really strong anchors is I just picture, you know, that helmet of salvation. I have the same mind as Christ Jesus and, um, you know, putting on that armor and the shield and the sword and the belt and the feet and the, you know, it all represents, um, uh, you know, tools and, and parts of strength in, in Christ because Holy spirit is in us. And those are tools, the armor. I forget what the verses are. What is that? Romans something? I Ephesians. <laughs> Ephesians. Yeah. The armor of God. Um, it's one of my big tools to just really, really ground myself in, uh, knowing that God is with me. God is in me. God is working through me and, um, you know, it just helps me keep going. All right, Yolanda, uh, are you there? Yes, I'm here. There she is. Go for it. So, um, while there was a lot of great things said, um, when Robin said, uh, how, how big God is, it made me think of this song. I don't know if you guys know it, but it's, my God is so big, so strong, and so mighty. There's nothing my God cannot do. That's a, it's, it's a neat song. And uh, when you said that, that's the first thing that came to my mind. Um, because he is. He is so big and strong and mighty. Um, and, he, and he loves us with, a, with an everlasting love that, uh, that endures forever. Um, and... When we when we uh, when we get get lonely, um, that's something we don't remember. Um, uh, before I go ahead, yes, ma'am, we forget, don't we? <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> um, before I became a Christian, um, I, I was in a I was in a uh, in a bad place. Um, I wanted to take my life and. Um, I was, I felt despair and loneliness and um, really had no idea how to get out of that. Um, But by the grace of God, he was with me even, even before I accepted him, he knew me. And um, he provided uh, some friends to come by uh, when I was when I was at my lowest, and uh, it it was it was when I look back on it, it was amazing to see how much he really loved me and cared for me. And um, uh, I've got a couple verses I want to share. Um, the first being Romans eight, the eighteenth verse. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. And um, loneliness can be a form of suffering. Uh, we get in our heads and we, we forget 
that we are loved and we are cared for and there's nothing there's nothing that separates us from God. Also in Romans, um, Romans is a chapter that I, I was reading this this week and it just it just spoke to my heart. Um, like the next verse, which I'm going to read, uh, is Romans 8:35, which says, "Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to the slaughter. No." And all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor heights, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And that was Romans 8. Verses 35 through 39. Amen, um, amen, amen. That's an, awesome, <laughs> that's an awesome one. Yeah. And so, you know, it's just trying to get out of that space that keeps us down and keeps us away from the Lord. Um, these are things that we can remember and, and hold in our heart that he's always there, uh, always. Even when we feel like he's left, he hasn't. It's us that have moved if we feel that separation. Um, because he's always there. And that, that's what I just want people to remember. Is no matter what's going on in your life, God is not, it's not foreign to him. He, he knows. He sees. And he just wants us to come to him um, during those times. That's awesome. Thank you, Yolanda. Amen. That's awesome. Amen. <laughs> um, so as we kind of wrap things up, if anyone has any um, unanswered questions from this conversation we just had. Um, you're welcome to throw those out. I wanted to pose the question or the thought. Um, this is a real challenge, especially in churches. Um, when, and I know with, with you know with recent you know pandemic and you know there's a lot of issues there anyway. But even before pandemic or any gathering, it doesn't even have to be a church. Any place you show up. Like say you're the new person, you know, you're, you're joining a new group. You're, you want to, you're visiting a church um, and you show up and you know, everyone's in their little cliques and they're talking, they're doing their own little thing. And there's really nobody there greeting you. And you know, that's a lonely place and it's very vulnerable to just put yourself, you know, cause you want to join and you want to, you know, connect and be a part of a group and especially in churches, um, I've seen it happen. I've heard the stories where people come in, not a single person says hi or reaches out, or if they do, it's just a casual thing. And then they go back to their little huddle and, and then that person leaves and then, you know, they're like, well, I'll go try another church. It's a big challenge, not just churches anywhere. So I'm just going to encourage everyone. I'm, I'm mindful of that. Whenever I'm in a group, if I see someone that looks like they are new or, um, I, I'm just drawn that way where I, if I'm noticing it, I reach out. Um, and so if you're an organizer of a group, 
it's really good to have somebody in that position to be in charge of keeping track of that. Like a greeter at the door is one thing, but then a second wave of greeters that can actually um, work with the person and get to know them a little better. I mean, it's just like any organization. And I um, just, just a reminder, it just, that just hit me that, um, you know, especially when you're at church, because um, lonely people are walking through that door and they want to know the love of Christ that you have or, and that they see in everyone else, but they can't feel it yet. Cause they haven't, they haven't been able to, you know, either they haven't accepted Jesus as their savior yet, or they're still learning what that means. Um, that's part of our work as Christians to um, be that bridge and that light and that guide as people are finding their way and learning how to um, just start developing that relationship with Jesus and cultivate God in their hearts and Holy spirit. So, um, any other comments, any comments on that <laughs> experiences, experiences related I've got to one. go yeah. for it, MJ. Well, you know, when I, and I have done this, so I'm speaking from experience when I've gone and felt lonely at going to a new, uh, group, I've gone to the person who's running that organization, that, that group thing. I've gone to that person. I said, hey, who do you think in this group I should try to reach out to and, and get to know because I'm brand new and I just need somebody that I can kind of hang with. Who do you think that person could be that I could start with? Knowing that you're probably going to go through three or four different people as you're getting involved with a group, but ask the leader to point you to somebody and that's helped me. I, I, that did help many years ago. I did that. So I'll throw that on the table. That for sure is a great idea. Um, I, 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Most times, <laughs> um, as I'm screech, scratching for the words, most times the organizers are so busy running around doing stuff that you can't even find the organizer. So, um, as someone's walking in blind, um, not they're not especially at church a lot of people are timid not pe people aren't you're pretty outgoing mj <laughs> not everyone's that outgoing um but it, that's a great great idea for those that are outgoing it's a perfect thing to do find the organizer and you know just move to the top 20 quickly. seconds 20 seconds of um, courage that's what i'm saying 20 seconds of courage you know? yeah yeah <laughs> i'm who i want to yeah, make myself absolutely. into that's that's the absolutely all right. All right, then let's wrap things up. Well, uh, no, wait, and, wait, wait, wait. Uh, I've got more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, ahead, because I, I felt compelled. I wrote down some things that Yolanda and Kevin and Robin said. And, you know, it, it was just a, a theme that kept going through what they all said. And I want them to jump on this. You know, the, the devil is a liar and he's lying to you that you are lonely. OK, you're making yourself like Robin said, he's robbing you. You know, mm -hmm. you, you are lonely. Yeah, you, you're telling that stuff in your head, you know, and that's what I want to talk about. You know, tell me about this one trick pony that Kevin always talks about. <laughs> so, Robin, jump on that one more time. You know, we're being lied to. Right. Tell me a little bit about, you know, your situation, you know. Um, have you, have you felt that? Oh, yeah. Um, I, uh, well, I, you know, I would say, I don't know, as a young, 
girl, maybe a teenager, whatever, my early 20s, I, I, I was convinced, you know, that if I got married, I would never be lonely again. Uh, that's not true. Um, I got married at 40 and just like four years later was divorced. Um, I slept alone for two years of my marriage and it was one of the loneliest times of my life. So it's hard for me to talk about that, you know, and I was, I was going into this actually, um, he was going into this too. We were both, you know, we had, we had, we, we saw ourselves as broken and lonely. Okay. So we went into this for the wrong reasons. And <clears throat> for me, it was, um, don't even want to say it. It was basically, no, it wasn't basically, it was an act of um, disobedience because I remember uh, one bad night, you know, I, I just come over, I, I came home from work, ate my supper, you know, I was just drowning in misery and watching nothing and, you know, doing this whole mind game in my head. <laughs> I went to bed and, you know, I was still crying, but the Lord woke me up and he, and in that moment, in that one particular moment, he told me, um, you're wrong because I am your husband and it's in the Bible. <laughs> it's in the Bible. He's not just mine. He, he is, um, the husband for his people, you know, he is the protector and the provider and, and like heaven said, he's, he's, um, you know, he's everything. He's the source of everything that is good. <laughs> everything that is good. And, you know, I've got, I, even now I've gone through some recent um, periods of loneliness, like what Angela was talking about. You know, I've walked into some churches because uh, I am without a, a church family right now, a church home. I want a small group again. I want a Bible study. I want God, um, God focused people to talk to. And, you know, it's hard because I have walked into churches. No one has talked to me. I even went near the pastor. This one pastor just had was wife and he just had a baby uh, about three weeks before. And I could see all these women gathering around him. And there was the little baby girl. And it was like, I felt so invisible. I, and, you know, it was just, it's just a terrible feeling. And I walked, I'm like, oh, so I said, just, you know, just walk away. And, but you see, MJ, I could have, I could have done something else. I could have said, hey, pastor, so-and-so, um, I'm Robin and I'm new here and congratulations. And what a cute baby and all that. But that's not me. <laughs> so, oh my goodness. Um, but don't, you know, don't give up. I mean, loneliness will pass. I will not promise you that it will pass in an hour, that feeling, that awful gut-wrenching, heart-stabbing <laughs> feeling will go away in an hour, and it might not go away in 20 years, and it's, ooh, that is a hard truth. That was my hard truth. <laughs> 
so I just be encouraged. Ah, MJ, I'm sorry if I got off topic here, but um, if there's anything else you know you were interested in. Oh, that was huge. Thank you for sharing. And, um, you know, one thought I, you know, there's been times where that's happened to me where I want to go do something. It's like, oh, look at all these blocks that got in my way. Well, when you get home, you can send a quick email just saying, hey, I was there at church tonight. I wanted to talk to you. Is there any way that we could do this? Blah, blah, blah. And you could just send a really quick email. It does not need to be long and strung out. But uh, throw it out there because there are people out there who want to help other people. And I'm, I'm one of those people. If you sent me an email, say, I want some help. I I'd figure out a way to help you no matter what, how, how it would work. So. Excuse me. In this one particular church, um, you know, you're talking about um, being online and using email in this one particular church, their first contact card, you know, or however the church says the new visitor and, whatever it was all online and you had to have you know the apps and the this and do that and the links and and what I was thinking about is oh what about people that don't have all of that and I was thinking in that moment I want human contact right now (laughs) but you know that that's right we need to like find people (laughs) who will talk to us, you know, reach out. And I'm, I know that in my darkest hours, in my darkest years, I was not a good friend. I was not a good anybody because I wasn't reaching out. I wasn't being a good human being because I felt incapable of reaching out. And I'll tell you what, the devil is a liar because, you know, um, he will whisper that in your ear all, all day long if he thinks you'll believe it. Yeah, I agree. Yolanda, you have anything like that? Um, I I've had I've had my share of uh, loneliness. Um, I do remember a time though when I went uh, to church. It's, in fact, it's the church that I'm still attending, um, where I came and and no one said anything, and and I felt like invisible, and I and I wondered, am I doing the right thing? <laughs> um, so I, I I did do a lot of you know, church hopping, and um, I ran into someone from the, from the church that I'm at now, and they were like, um, "Why aren't you going back?" You know, they they asked, and I and I told them, "Well, you know, nobody said anything," and and I and they were like, "That was probably um, not everybody." Like there was a college and career group. Uh, at that time, and uh, this this particular um, person was a part of that, and she's like, you should come back because uh, we'll be there, and you know, you can sit with us and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, I'll I'll try again, and so I did. And then I got involved with the college and career group, and um, and it was it it was very um, encouraging, uh, very uplifting um to be connected um but yeah i i uh i did have that experience um yeah it was it was hard it was hard to choose a church because i was a i was a new believer and i didn't know really where to go where to start (laughs) so um, yeah yeah 
oh, how we can help. So, and in fact, hey, Kevin, um, one of the one of the things that I've noticed with your church, uh, Kevin, when we've we've gone to your church from time to time, is they work really, really hard at having people walking around meeting other people. I, I did notice that the two or three times I've been there. Um, can you express anything about what they talk about um, on how they do that? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, the intent uh, there is that it's a secret. It's kind of a, the whole design of that church um, is intended for new believers. It's for people that are seeking. And uh, and so everything that they do is kind of geared around the sermon, the, the, the atmosphere. Um, they the, the people that are out in the lobby, th- those are the staff members of the church um, uh, that are they're there. They're intended to. That's their whole point is to show themselves um, as a consistent person. And they recognize by doing that, they recognize people that are new and they they, they make a conscious effort to go out and interact. Um, there are volunteers that do the exact same thing that are church members. Um, you know, they're, they have, you know, like uh, Robin was talking about, um, they have a phone number, you know, text, text this phone number. And uh, you don't have to have an app. You don't have to have anything. Texas phone number. And, and there's one word responses. You know, I'm new. I, I want to, you know, I have, a, I have a prayer request or whatever the case may be. And then someone calls, you know, calls right back and talks to them. And uh, so there's their, their, whole, their whole mindset is around getting people in the door, getting them to stay in the door and feel like they can learn and grow in in their their faith and uh you know and there's and and that's great you know for for people that are new um you know in fact that my small group last night that we were talking you know but when you're there right you're not you don't really feel fed all right you know because it's all about the new people (laughs) so i'll throw that out there that it's it you know there's no church that's going to be perfect um, because they all they all are built with imperfect people um, and uh, you know and the desires of those church and the motivations behind those churches really I think uh, I, what I've come to accept about church is that um, it's limited it's it is you know that you know your expectations about a church really are uh, you know, a church can only do so much, right? It gets you, it gets you connected, but you know, at best, but really what, really what it is, it's about inside. It's about your heart and your relationship with God and growing that. And that in my mind, what a church should be doing is it should be, it should be teaching us how to build up the faith, Fill, build up your faith. What are the steps that we need to do as individuals so that we can really arrive at a relationship with Christ on our own. We don't need to go to church and to see the music and to hear the sermon and to interact with people for, for us to really connect to God. We, we should be able to do that, you know, on our own. And, um, and, and it's, it's a learning and it's a growing thing. That's a, something that, you know, we grow into as individuals. And to me, that's what a church is, it should be about. It's about teaching and showing and leading in that, you know, having mentors that show you, here's how, here's how I do it. Here's what I do, you know, in my personal book. And uh, 
so you know so th there's a, a church is a great place for connection it is a great place and it offers a lot of good services to the community if the church serves to you know decides to serve in that capacity um you know uh and and yeah i would say many churches most churches kind of lose sight of that they, they lose sight of what they're really there for because because you know you, you just kind of get caught up in your own business and you just just i mean just as we as individuals it's the exact same robin said it earlier right you know you just kind of get caught up in your own business and you just stop kind of thinking about other people um so uh, you know i for me i think i think that uh you know again going back to this loneliness and relationship and connection church is certainly a, a nice thing and, and it's a good thing and 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 in christ you know worshiping christ and praising christ and praising god those are things that we should be doing and we need to do and that's what god wants us to do that's why we're here right um and how we do that and then what the format that we do that and and that really it really it really hits home when 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 you as an individual have that relationship you have that ability to to on your own you don't necessarily need the church as a surrogate to connect right you you can do it on your own um so yeah so i i know i went off topic there but um yeah that's that's my thoughts very very good very helpful Awesome, Angie. Why don't we uh, wrap this up? Yolanda, any more last thoughts there? I can't think of anything at the moment, Mike. I just saw your your um, button light up and I go, oh, she might have one more thought. So, <laughs> All right, Angie, why don't you wrap this up then? Well, go ahead and close this up in prayer, MJ. All right. So Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for always being with us and thank you for this time together in speaking about this lie to us about loneliness, it's yes, it's it's there, but we can we with you we can defeat all things, and that's what we're talking about today. Different ways to do it, and with your power and your love, that's what we needed to talk about today. And thank you for being with us all and hugging us all. And thanks for the guidance that you've given us. So here we go. We're going to go out and help others and. And we will defeat this loneliness together. In your son's name, amen. 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 So if something's being said during this podcast that's really pulling at your heart right now and tugging at you right now, just say this little prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. You died for me. And thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you and just saying thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just use that power. Thank you for listening to the God Focus Podcast. And if we've said something today that's helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program. Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com and we could put the prayer team on your situation. Secondly, if you have the financial means to help us, we are right now trying to improve the quality of the podcast with technology and editing. 
If there's any situations you can help with us, we have a custom program right now we're building for a custom membership, and then we'll have membership packages down the road. Please email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com, and we can send you that information. Thank you for all your help and love through Jesus Christ, and God bless you. Have a great week.